Welcome to the HitchedMag.com podcast. Hey everybody, welcome back. This is Steve Cooper, Editor-in-Chief of HitchedMag.com. I'm joined again with identity theft expert John Cilio. Hi, John. How you doing? I'm doing great. Uh, we are coming up on the holiday season, and a lot of people are hopefully putting together the old budget and you know because it's tough times and so probably thinking about what they're going to buy and how they're going to buy it and where the best deals are and things uh one of the things that unfortunately i think a lot of people overlook is the safety of holiday shopping um and so that's what we're going to discuss today so to get things kicked off i want to first ask you how serious of an issue is holiday shopping safety you know, in terms of identity theft and fraud, uh, it's uh, it's a huge deal. It, I mean, it spikes the the crime spikes between uh, oh the end of Halloween and and the first of the new year. Uh, probably, I, I would estimate that about fifty percent of identity theft on the consumer level happens during that time because, of course, it's when we're we're doing a ton of shopping done of ton of shopping online, in person. It's when we're traveling, which is a, a major risk of identity theft. So it's really uh, one of those times that you have to, to be extra vigilant. Okay. And what are some of the red flags that people should pay attention to if something has gone wrong? You know, I think the biggest red flag uh, is, is monitoring your accounts and making sure that you've actually made the purchases that, uh, you know, that it says you have. And the way I like to do this is a very convenient method called account alerts. So you go into any you know, major credit card, if you go online to any of your credit cards or banks, you can set up account alerts that, that either email you or text your phone uh, the minute that you spend any money, so that two or three minutes after running your credit card through, you know whether or not you've spent that money, and of course, if you haven't spent it, you get an you still get an alert, and you know that there's fraud going on, and you shut it down quickly. Which, you know, the the real danger here is that it, that we don't catch it in time, and we're held liable for it. So those little alerts are, are a very powerful tool all year round, but especially in the holidays when we make a lot of purchasing decisions. Are, now, are those from the credit card company, or is that like a third-party software that you need? No, that's that's just from your credit card company. Almost every credit card company, every bank, every investment firm will give you any type of transaction alert. So if you transfer money between accounts, if you make a big withdrawal, if you spend something on that credit card, if you spend something on that debit card, you know it instantly, you know, and, and in three to five seconds of glancing at your phone or your email, you're going to know whether or not you spent that money and if there's fraud going on. That way you don't have to be so darn paranoid yeah. about everything you use your credit card for. Cool. That's very slick. Yeah, um, it is. It's <laughs> very easy, and that's, you know, that's what we want in the holidays. We don't want to be thinking about crime. Yeah, no, not at all. Uh, and I know, you know, it, it's almost, I don't know, I feel... I'm a, I'm a big tech guy, so I feel like this is kind of a lame question to ask, but I know some people are just getting a, on board with it, but online shopping, is, is online shopping, and it, it continues to grow every single year, is it more dangerous than brick and mortar going, on to the, going into the actual retail stores? Is it no. More <laughs> we, we, you know, it, we get this false perception because in the media, it's very sexy to talk about uh, cybercrime and internet crime, especially with identity theft. But when you look at the actual statistics, only 11% 
of, of cases uh, as stated in the best study that's out there, which is done by Javelin Research. Only 11% are cybercrime based, meaning that most of this still happens you know, from the, the purse that's, that's uh, lifted while somebody's shopping or eating lunch in the mall or a credit card or a wallet or, or whatever. So I actually think that shopping online, if you're using reputable sites, you know, ones that you could walk in the door, don't use the lowest cost provider because um, that's a red flag. Use somebody online and you have to make sure your computer is protected, you know, that it's got the latest software updates and antivirus, anti-spyware, and that you, you know, you've got a firewall. You've got to take those basic precautions. But if you're using a computer in any capacity, you should already have those uh, set up. In that case, shopping online is no riskier and probably less than shopping in person because where most of the data theft happens technologically is once that card number is stored in their servers. It doesn't matter if you shopped in person or shopped online, it's still stored in their servers and you're at the exact same risk at that point. But not having those cards out in the open, out in the mall, uh, in front of you know 17-year-old kids who have a high incentive to steal those numbers <laughs> yeah. uh, is actually safer. Yeah, it, and it's funny because when when you hear about uh, hacking and data breaches and all these things, almost ninety percent of it, you know, I'm just throwing that number out there, but it seems like it's almost always like a human error and done through like a phishing scheme and not really from any like genius hacking of code. It's it's really calling somebody up and being like, oh, I'm from the bank, and what's your number? And people give that information out, and it's not really. Uh, somebody that's actually cracked into your computer and done things to it. You know, you've just you've just hit the uh, nail on the head of something that I have a very difficult time getting across when I'm giving uh, all these identity theft speeches around the world, which is um, it's the human part. Yep. In almost <laughs> every case, it traces back to the human part. It's our mistake. It's the mistake of somebody with good intentions. It's it's somebody's bad intentions, but it's human. It's not the technology and you know, the minute we get over this fascination with technology being the scapegoat for everything and realizing that, that it's always uh, a human at the other end who's, you know, who's either being deceptive or just making an error, the, the quicker we're going to solve these type of problems. Yeah. And you touched uh, briefly on uh, setting up firewall at your home and things of that nature to protect yourself. What are some other things, uh, steps that people can take um, as precautionary measures to protect themselves when shopping online? Um, kind of the basics. So let's let's go through those. You should have good, solid passwords on your computer, um, not because somebody will hack in from the outside in that way, but because a lot of this theft happens when a friend or relative logs on pretending that they're us. So by setting up you know, basic password security on your, your system, you're locking out all of those people. And it's, it's an unfortunate reality of this crime that the worst cases tend to be somebody that the victim knows. In my case, in my two cases, uh, you know, one was a business partner who had so much access to my computer, to my files, that, that uh, he was able to really damage us. So those passwords are really important for keeping, you know, if you've got a holiday party that you're having, keeping pe people out of your computer system unless they're really determined. Um, having your operating system automatically update with the latest patches so that somebody can't hack in. Um, you know, these security patches 
we don't all have time to pay attention to all of it. So sure. my recommendation is you have a professional set your computer up so that it's automatically being updated, so that your antivirus and anti-spyware is being updated, so that your wireless, uh, if you, if you uh, connect wirelessly throughout the house, make sure that you've got encryption on that. If you keep really valuable data on your hard drive, make sure you have an encrypted hard drive. You know, the rule of thumb I use is if you're going to spend a thousand bucks on a on a laptop, spend eighty percent on the hardware and the software, and twenty percent on the security professional to actually set it up like it needs to be set up. Like you, you know, the same thing when you buy a house, you don't you don't buy it and then not put locks and alarms and stuff on it. Sure, sure. And now those are good tips for shopping online. How about when you actually go into a store? You talked about, you know, keeping an eye on the purse when you're having lunch in the mall. What are some other things people should do when they're shopping in person? You know, I think the the best thing that you can do is leave the purse at home uh, for women. And that's where a lot of this crime happens simply because uh, it's easier to set a purse down uh, and to look away than it is a wallet, which you know, most men carry. It can be pickpocketed or it can be, you know, the information can be taken by a clerk, but, but really it's purses. So I say pull your, uh, your one or two credit cards out, pull out your driver's license and uh, put them in your front pocket and, and shop light. Uh, you know, put your, your wallet on a diet for, for this shopping period. And uh, when there's less out there statistically there's less chances that it's going to get lost or stolen and by the way when it's on your person at all times except for when it's being swiped you're also uh, also much safer the other thing to do is is um you know give the the clerk a sense that you care about your identity i i write all over the front and the back of my credit cards photo id required uh-huh. not not because it keeps anybody from stealing it because the thieves just shop online but it lets those people know you know what this this guy is looking out for his identity and i don't think i want to cross him i he's not the one i want to steal from so let me move on to the next customer and it just sends that that non-verbal message of hang on here's somebody who's serious about privacy but let me stay away from him kind of like putting that sign in the front of your house that this is Bingo. protected that's by exactly what it is that's you know that's what stops the majority of home burglaries is the sign not the alarm system on the inside it's the sign on the outside yeah well, John, these are terrific uh, suggestions and uh, bits of advice, and I hope everybody takes this to heart because, you know, inevitably people are going to get ripped off this holiday season while they're shopping, and so hopefully we saved uh, some of you that some of that anguish. Um, but uh, John, it's always a pleasure to have you on, and we're a little bit out of time here, so thank you very much. No problem, and and all of these suggestions and some more are are listed on my blog site at uh, Cilio, S-I-L-E-O, dot com. Okay, and a little bit more information. Um, Go back and listen to the previous uh, podcast with John. He'll give you his whole background, Uh, but a little wrap-up is that uh, he had lost his business uh, to a data breach, um, which he mentioned, and he then, instead of you know, crying about it, he became America's leading identity theft expert and professional speaker. Um, his recent clients include the Department of Defense, the FDIC, Blue Cross, and Pfizer. And as he mentioned, you can learn more at his website, Cilio.com. And you can also sign up for a free white paper, Privacy Means Profit, Safe Data Equals Profitable Data. And you can uh, lastly follow John on Twitter, and it is uh, John underscore Cilio. And because, John, why is that? Because somebody stole 
a, a competing identity theft expert stole your Twitter name, John Cilio, right? Correct. Shame to his to his account. Shameful, shameful. If you are the John Cilio who stole the real John Cilio's information for a competitive advantage, that's shameful. Uh, <laughs> Uh, for for anybody who hasn't started following me, I'm also on Twitter. Uh, Hitched Media is my handle. And of course, you can find more information at hitchedmag.com and, and read up on some of John's past articles and also um, get uh, the previous podcasts. So thanks once again, John. I appreciate it. And we'll do this again soon. Thanks for having me back. Okay. Take care, everybody. Hitched, entertains, educates, and inspires married couples.